Welcome to Double Fries No Slaw. We've got a pop-up edition episode. It is December 1st. We're finally in Christmas month. We talked about some Christmas movies a couple nights ago, and that was fun. But we are popping up out of nowhere to come to you guys live on Tuesday night. We got some good news out of FSU World today. Um, we'll get into that, as well as a really cool interview that we have planned for you guys. Uh, as always, TJ Pittenger, along with my buddies, um, Richie Barnes and Freddie Stevenson. Gentlemen, how are you tonight? Doing well, man. It's been kind of a wild week so far. We finally got some cold weather, but I'm excited to be back on. I didn't know if we'd have an opportunity to get on with the game situation, but I'm glad to be back on this week. Yeah, man. We, we went from uh, thinking the season was canceled to uh, now we have two more games. Um, but I'm excited about our guest. And Freddie, like you mentioned, you live, uh, you know, maybe – 50 miles down the road from me on I-4. I'm loving this weather. I, I live for this stuff, man. Now this, well, I told you guys before we got on here, not to make it all about me, but here I go. I just ran outside. <laughs> I won't tell you for how long or the time or anything, but I, it is so cold. Like my nose is still, like you can still see, like, oh, I'm feeling miserable right now, but uh, I'm not loving the weather. You can bring back like 70s all day for me, but um Appreciate our relationship with Guthrie's. Guthrie's is, is certainly our main sponsor. Got a chance to chat with him today, and we've got some exciting stuff in the works. Um, remember their locations at 1818 West Tennessee and 2550 North Monroe. Also want to tell you that this episode is brought to you by the Lemieux Company. Um, want to shout them out, and they don't even know that we're doing this, but they are bringing you this episode. Um, we had signed up with them and and had some things in the works with them for the extra sauce segment they're going to be cut one short of that it sounds like we're going to get two football games back and and lose one so only a net loss of one so we figured we'd give them this episode this episode should do really really good numbers and so visit lemieux.company um we tag them in everything and you'll see it um tomorrow in the tweet with this show but wilson the guys do a great job if you kind of need any audio visual um type work any graphic design or um multimedia type stuff they are awesome we'll play harlan if you can get it queued up we'll play a quick clip at the end of tonight's episode that you can kind of check out some of their work so that'll be a little later on um but you guys will enjoy that after our interview we'll play that uh we've got a really exciting interview to get into and we'll jump right into it we have the ceo of seminal boosters on the line mr michael alford Michael, thank you so much for taking time to hang out with us tonight. How are you, man? I'm doing excellent. How about yourself? Doing well, doing well. We were just chatting with these guys. We got some good news out of the Florida State world today that we got a couple of games rescheduled. Sure. Um, two of us were on our two of us were on our way up to Tallahassee this weekend, and the other two were already in Tallahassee, and so we were all pretty heartbroken this weekend. Uh, right. I don't know if we're I don't know if we're brave enough. We all live pretty far. I don't know if we're brave enough to do the the four and five hour trips again, but knocking on wood that we, we get these games played coming up, but um, there's been a really good response, at least on social media. I don't know what you guys have seen there in the offices, but there's been a really good response um, on social media the last few days of support for the boosters. I know a lot of people have been tagging us when they've been signing up. I know they've been tagging other podcasts and other podcasts have talked about it. I know uh, a lot of people are, are kind of jumping on that bandwagon and we want to, continue that momentum. Um, so let's start there. Can you, can you kind of explain right off the bat, the importance of uh, folks signing up to, to be a booster at, at whatever level and, and yeah. what kind of comes from that, both for the school side and, you know, what, what they get for signing up. 
Well, I can tell you, it, there has been a groundswell um, for support and people such as yourself, Freddie, going on Twitter, and it really means a lot to us because this is the first year really here at Florida State uh, that we've um, had a campaign to raise our annual fund uh, membership. It wasn't too long ago. We were over 13,000 members strong, uh, easy about three and a half, four years ago. And we're down to about 9,000 members uh, right now, which is a major drop. And that's just goes when you see who we're competing against our peers uh, in the country and what their annual membership is, it really makes a difference because that is truly the lifeblood of what we're able to do with the athletic department and the support we're able to give the student athletes. And everyone sees, you know, facilities and we'll talk facilities, but where that, where that annual fund goes, it, it supports the scholarships are over 500 student athletes. Uh, some, we put some emphasis this year on sports medicine. When I came in, saw some needs in sports medicine compared to our peers. Uh, and the biggest need I saw was the nutrition area. What we're able to provide nutritionally to what some of our peers are doing for our student athletes is, um, is a difference. And we got to shorten that gap a little bit. And we do that just by increasing our members uh, down to the lowest level of $70 a year um, to, to our booster club. It, it goes a long way for us to be able to support our student athletes, to do it in a first class manner. And at the end of the day, it's about providing educational opportunities and leadership opportunities to them. So when they, when they graduate, they look back and say, and you'll hear me say it a hundred million times, this was the best four or five years of my life. And we're here to shape them so they can be successful when they go about uh, after graduation and leave here with a meaningful degree from Florida State, that they're successful in business or any job that they choose because we put in the right core values and we're able to do that due to the booster membership. Michael, you know, I, as a Florida State, I was there from 2006 to 2010. I was always a student booster, and I think it was Thanks. I think it was 25 or 30 dollars a year right. at that point. Um, and now you have the Iron Arrow, which is 70 dollars a year. But I think what a lot of people don't realize, you can do that in monthly installments at, at five dollars a month. Yes, and, and a lot of people think to themselves, you know, as I did early on after graduating, is what is my you know 70 dollars a year going to do? It's not going to make a difference. But people fail to realize, you know, Clemson built the foundation of their booster program on Ipate. I paid ten a year, getting all their fans to pay ten dollars a year, and those seventy dollar a year fans or five dollar a month fans, that really is the lifeblood because that builds a strong foundation. And when those people become more successful in life, they can give more money, and we all see the growth. So, what do you say to those who say, "Man, five dollars a month that's that doesn't do anything for Florida State. Why would I even bother?" Well, I can tell you, it makes a big difference. Uh, it, it helps us, you know, this campaign is elevating our unrestricted giving um, while we increase our overall membership. And we're doing it by, and we'll reach out and personally thank everyone and, and really tell our story of what benefit this is going to every student athlete um, that comes through Florida State. You know, we graduate at an 82% rate here as, as student athletes, regular student bodies at 72 um, you know, our athletes go on to be doctors, road scholars, business leaders, every advantage or every little benefit we can give them to provide leadership opportunities to help grow them while they're here, they go on to be successful. And, and that's really what the annual fund does. It allows us to, to provide these student athletes those opportunities on an annual basis and really help them grow and nurture them during their collegiate career. 
Yeah. And I just want to expand on that a little bit because, you know, obviously we love Freddie on this podcast. Yeah. One of our <laughs> Freddie does a great job. He was one main yeah. fullback. He, he's, he's phenomenal. And he's someone who benefited from this. So, so I, I want, this is really for you, Michael and Freddie, you know, Freddie was able to come to a top 20 academic university in the country earn a degree while also winning a national title and beating Florida four years in a row, beating Miami four years right. in a row. And that's not possible without these donations. And people may get upset with the head coach because they think they he made a wrong call in a game or something. But when people pull their money back, they realize that they're not just hurting the coaching and, and administration who will be fine regardless. They're hurting our student athletes. Can you just talk on that for a second? Yeah, it does. You know, financially, we're not able to support some of the professional development programs uh, during these tried times. We've had to cut some things back, the strength and conditioning program. I mean, being a student athlete myself, uh, seeing the effect it had on me uh, when I was able to graduate. My wife was a volleyball player at University of Hawaii. She had it tough going there, I know. But <laughs> University of Hawaii, and, and we both look back and, and see the effect that and the people that made a difference when we were in school. And it kind of shaped our philosophies. The same with Freddie, the plans for the coaches he played with, being around the, the people around this program that really shapes your philosophy uh, for life and puts you on the path to, to when you graduate to go on and be successful. And we couldn't do that without the booster support and able to provide these programs to them on a daily basis. And bringing in, you know, I bring in Fortune 500 CEOs to talk to them about how they're going, what's going to happen to them and what they can expect when they get out of school. Bring in um, New York Times leadership uh, book bestsellers, uh, authors, to come in and talk about leadership and prepare these students for when they graduate to have these leadership roles. Because we teach so much things, so many different things on the field, right? You, you learn life on the field, but also off the field, we need to be doing our part and providing these opportunities for growth there as well. And that's what the booster membership and the unrestricted dollars that we provide is able to afford us to do. I was talking to you a bit earlier. I, I remember you following me and I reached out to you and I remember saying, telling you how it was my first time making a contribution to the boosters for mm -hmm. years. As a former player, we a lot of us feel like since we played on the field, we don't really have to do that. That's just the thought process for a lot right. of players. And we think that everything's going to be taken care of. Everything will be all right. And then this was the first time it hit me. It was like, man, they really need our help. Like we, it's important for us to make a contribution just like it's important for everybody else. So today I took that step and I made that contribution and I went out to teammates and I was trying to get those guys on board and they were thinking the same thing. Like, why do I have to do that? Right. Now, some of them were coming back at me. They're like, how do I know the money's going to the football program? They started buying in. I thought I was talking to them, but they had questions. How do I know the money's going to the football program? So for guys like that that have questions, um, what are like answer, what answers do you have for guys that are still on the fence? They want to help, but they want to make sure that their contributions are being used for the, the program. Well, I can promise you, Freddie, they're, they're being used in the right way. Uh, I got my lights go out really easy here. And uh, <laughs> got to wave my arms. Uh, they're being used in the right way, and uh, they're going to support the, the student athletes, the football players. Uh, we have special funds that go to, to just their educational development. We have special funds that go to the basketball team. 
Um, so if you can let us know where you want it to go, we'll get you in the coaches club, we'll get you into the general unrestricted fund, and it's being used to make a difference. Uh, that, that is one thing I will sit here and tell you, because once again, I go back, Freder, to I, it means a lot. When you see uh, such as yourself, when I walked across my stage and graduated, I knew I couldn't have done it without the support. And one thing I've always done everywhere I've been, whether it's in Oklahoma or Alabama or Southern Cal, is I've gone and hired athletes during the summer to come work in our offices. And it makes, I, I can't tell you, it's, it's, it's almost fun for me. It is fun for me because they come and they have no idea what all goes on. I didn't when I played, Freddie, you, you had no idea about all the support for your academics and books and your tutoring and everything that was done, where that came from and the hard work that, and I tell my staff all the time, we, the, the pitch is someone like Freddie Stevens and someone like myself, you go and you tell these student athletes stories, people will partner with you. You go tell the stories of the 500 plus athletes and so many of them were first opportunity, like myself, first opportunity to go to school. Uh, so many kids I talked to, and luckily my parents uh, had a college degree, but a lot of kids that come through here, it's their first person, their family to go to college. And the opportunities you, you can provide them is life-changing uh, in the educational side. And, and that's something that we really go out and just tell the athlete stories and people or partner. It's more than just a building and more than giving the boosters. You're really providing resources to these students to make a difference in their lives uh, for when they graduate. I know we were um, texting back and forth earlier and you were telling me about some of the plans you have for the um, facilities, the football facilities. And um, I got a few things up my sleeve. <laughs> yeah, did you want to um, further expand on that or a little bit for us? Yeah, I mean, I, I'm taking a look at it. You know, if you, you know my background um, is building facilities, whether it's NFL stadiums or what we were able to accomplish at Oklahoma, what I just did at Central Michigan. Uh, Coach McElwain, who I hired there, the ex-Gator, of course, Booth, uh, but he and I were together at Alabama, so knew him well. And it was funny, he just moved into a new facility. And uh, the day he moved in, um, he called me and goes, Michael, this is better than what I had at my previous stop, uh, what they were able to move into. Um, so we're taking a look. I've hired an architectural firm to come in that I've worked with previously uh, to give me a well-rounded look. I've sat down with Coach. And I know what his, what his needs, and he and I are on the same page on what we need to, to make the provide better opportunities for our program. And uh, that's something we're evaluating. I plan on presenting something to A.D. Colburn, and, and President Thrasher and the FSUAA here in the upcoming months um, to, to not only say, here's the, here's the building uh, that we want to look, but I also like to, everything I do has to have revenue opportunities tied to it because I think that's very important. And even looking at Dope Campbell, how we change the fan experience and make that a better one. Because 70% of our fans come from over 150 miles away on a Saturday. Uh, so they need to come and have an experience that's the best in the country. And we have those opportunities. Most stadiums have about eight to 10 different experiences. We're, we're right now about two to three. Uh, so that's everything from how you're greeting the parking lot to concession stands. Uh, so we're doing a well-rounded look of, of that. And I'm planning on putting together a performance statement uh, that not only addresses our needs, but financially um, puts out a plan to address what we need to get accomplished. And I feel very confident in that. 
Michael, obviously th this is a, a very difficult time for our country. You know, we, we take college football for granted it and we have right. it right now and we're so blessed, man. And even it's not the season we wanted, but I I'd rather watch Florida state that, than not. Um, but for the fans that, you know, I live in Orlando, Florida and we're very hospitality driven, you know, theme parks, the resorts, uh, everything, the entertainment that the tourism provides a lot of my close friends and family have either been furloughed or lost their jobs. And in, in some cases, I know, you know, couples, husbands and wives that have lost both lost their jobs during this pandemic, but they love Florida State and they want to support them. And, you know, we discussed the five dollars a month right. is a great option, but even that is a stretch for those people. Um, so for those who cannot financially support boosters right now, um, and hopefully will in the future, what's the best way they can support the boosters right now and help grow um, your vision it, your vision, and just help spread the word, I guess? Uh, just invite friends to, to, to be a part of it. Uh, be familiar with what we're trying to get accomplished. Uh, help us by, by when you're in the communities that you're living, talking about what we're getting accomplished here. Talk about the, the love that you have for, yeah. for this organization, this university, and this department. And, and, you know, maybe it's not your time right now that you can yeah. give, but others and make sure you have the information and be great ambassadors, which I can tell yeah. you the enthusiasm I've run across since I've been here for two and a half months uh, is second to none uh, of any place I've, I've been elsewhere. The passion that people have for this institution, and that's really what drove me here. Uh, when I came down and, and met with the, the people involved um, about me uh, leaving the institution I was at and coming here, is the thing that really stood out to me were the people. Um, I couldn't, the, the great leadership we have with President Thrasher and A.D. Colburn, Chairman Burr, Chairman Davis, uh, just the leadership really stood out of how passionate and everyone I talked to and how excited they were about. Uh, about doing some things different. And that's that's something that excites me. And we're really looking forward to being here a long time. But just going out in the community and, and just, I wanna say preach the gospel, but okay. let people know that we're, that, that changes are, are coming. Coach Norvell is really establishing core values that I think really identifies with teams of the past and philosophies that Coach Bowden had. And just looking at what he's doing and, that, and what he's establishing in that football program, it all starts with core values. And we're really excited to see what he's doing right now as well. Um, we talked about the $70 um, contribution level. You can do that at, at $5 a month. Uh, you don't have to go through every, uh, every level or anything, but if you can give like, you know, a couple of kind of reasonable levels that, that everybody can kind of support. And then, you know, the best way that people can, can, can get in contact with you guys. I know it's just SeminoleBooster.com, but the best way that people can can get in contact and sign up and join the club and be part of everything that's going on. Well, yeah, it's everything from seventy dollars. You know, we we have so many different amounts you can do that gives you different benefits from car flags uh, to discounted on merchandise. Uh, but there's a level for everyone. Um, it starts at seventy dollars. The next level is one hundred and forty. The next level is three hundred and thirty. Uh, it's and each level has benefits, has different points uh, that come from priority parking to priority tickets. Uh, but we have, have a level to get involved in anyone. There's some people, to, to be honest with you, TJ, who who have called and said, "Hey, we can't give right now, but can we volunteer our time? Uh, can we come in and work at the? And we got people doing that. 
because uh, their passion is here and they want to help us whatever they can. So there, there's something out there to help us when we come to a community, um, whether we're in Miami or, or in Orlando or in Tampa, uh, when, we, when we bring our traveling roadshow, uh, I love talking to people who just want to come out and just help us any way they can and, and are looking for ways. And, and that, that, that is really welcomed. I can't tell you how, how many people have done that as well. Yeah. And that's so big to me because like, like Richie said, there's some people that just financially can't give, I mean, you guys make it about as affordable as it could be at, at five bucks a month, but, uh, some people that just financially cannot give and, um, you know, are still out there, like you said, spreading right. the good word or donating their time or, or just whatever. Uh, sorry, I'm a little distracted. FSU is about to beat Florida in women's basketball over here. Oh, okay. Up up by five with up five with forty five seconds yeah. left. I got it right here. We're all watching it. In the <laughs> corner of our eye, beat them Gators. But hey, uh, how about Coach Sue? Real quick, I hate to interrupt, but man, yeah. I've been a huge fan of Coach Sue ever since I was a student in 06. Yeah, she, she. I can tell you when I when I accepted this job, uh, she was one of the first people to reach out to me, and her and I have developed, and we still haven't met in person. Uh, we just talk on the phone and text all the time. And she's got great ideas about where she wants this program. I got a chance to go sit down with Brooke. Can't wait to talk to her tonight after her first victory, uh, especially over Florida. And, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, she's doing a great job and is going to be a great leader uh, one day in her own right uh, of a program. Oh, yeah. But just watching, I got to watch practice and one thing in my background is is evaluating coaches and hiring coaches. I can tell you she's going to be a great one one day. You watch how disciplined and organize, organizationally she is with the program and to watch her conduct a practice. It is spot on. Uh, so I was really impressed when I came away watching her practice one day. We, uh, yeah, so they're, they're up four with 10 seconds left now. And she's just, she is super intense. Like you're watching, her, you're watching her on the sideline and you want it so bad for her, you know, to – to get that first win against, obviously, you'd, you'd rather beat them than anybody. But That's right. <laughs> um, Double Fries No Slaw is the name of the podcast. In your time in Tallahassee yet, have you made it by Guthrie's just yet? Have you had yeah. a, Have you had a gut box? I have. Uh, my daughter <laughs> My daughter is a big fan. There's uh, it, it's it is surpassed because you don't have uh, it's a competitor, but it's not here, so I could probably say it right. Sure. Uh, yeah. There's no raising canes. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know, are you familiar with raising canes? Yeah. So folks, so folks that don't have a Guthrie's in the area, we tell them that raising canes and Zaxby's were both yeah. born out of Guthrie's. So yeah. they both, they both came essentially from Guthrie's was the OG and people yeah. left there to, to start those other ones. So, um, but yeah, no, I'm, I'm glad that you've had it. Make sure the next time you go, don't, don't get that coleslaw. We, All we right. that. I won't, I'll go double fries, <laughs> double fries every time. Um, <laughs> Man, Richie, Freddie, you have any? You guys have any closing thoughts, Mister Alfred? We appreciate your time so much. But you oh, guys thank you else? guys. I just appreciate you coming on. I know a lot of guys, like I said, they really don't understand. Like you were talking about, what all goes on behind the scenes and everything from the books to the support. What all like comes from the boosters, and that support goes a long way. And with where our program is today, we're talking about rebuilding and getting back to that elite level for guys to make the decision that they're not going to contribute is crazy. How are we going to make that rebuild if you're not contributing? It doesn't make sense right. to me. Well, we, we've got, you know, we got a goal this year of getting back up to 13,000 members. And uh, it's really a campaign that we're pushed, the One Tribe campaign. 
Uh, like I said, it's the first time we've ever not included tickets in it. You'll get ticket information later. They've always been tied. But we'll really want to get out and educate um, our constituents and our fans and our alumni that it really, this is a difference. It doesn't have to be tied to tickets. Uh, you can live in Orlando. You can live elsewhere knowing that, hey, I, I don't need season tickets, but I still want to contribute. And it's really getting out and spreading the message where this where this goes. The funding of scholarships is almost 12 million a year that the boosters funds the scholarship. Sports medicine is about three and a half. I mean, I've invested almost a, a million in nutrition, 380,000 in professional development. I mean, these these are dollars that goes a long way in supporting the athletic part, but more importantly, supporting the student athletes. And, and this is where those dollars are going. And it is truly the heartbeat of the of the athletic department is our annual fund. And I want to follow up on that just a second. You said, I, I remind folks of the numbers. I know you said them at the beginning again, but if anybody's just kind of tuning in now to yes, watch sir. it, um, you said your goal is to get back up to 13,000. Where are we at right now? Oh, well, we get just around. started the campaign, but I can tell you right now, we're pacing ahead of where we were last year uh, in number wise. And uh, so right now we're on pace. Um, because of efforts such as yourselves, people getting out spreading the word. I yeah. mean, we, we dropped about 4,500 members and uh, over the last four years. And it's just, it's really an educational process. Uh, so I really appreciate you guys having me on just to educate people of the investment of where this is going. Um, yeah. It is going to fund the student athletes and, and their success that they have here at Florida State. Awesome. Well, Michael Alford, CEO. One thing, one thing ahead, real Richard. quick. I, I have one last question slash yes. comment. Um, man, it, you, you kind of touched on your resume a little bit. I'm a huge fan. Uh, obviously, you worked, you know, at Alabama, Oklahoma, USC, the Dallas Cowboys. You were an integral part in getting Jerry Rule built. Um, so I'm not going to ask the question because I know it's tough for you to answer, but I do know President Thrasher, AD Coburn, that they're both transitioning out right now. And uh, you have my vote to be our next athletic director because <laughs> clearly you know what you're doing. You have a vision. I know a lot of Florida State fans feel the same way. Um, when I when I found out you were taking over the to be the CEO of the Boosters to replace Andy Miller, who did a phenomenal job building it from the ground up, he um, did. And you just you know you, you bringing in a fresh set of eyes to come in and bring it. Um, like I said, I, I think you would make an outstanding athletic director for Florida State. I'm not going to ask you if that's in your aspirations, because I know in your position, you're focused right now on we got to raise money. We, we're in a very tough bind. So to everybody listening, if and I'm going to steal a line from Ingram Smith of the Nolcast. If you take the time to listen to this podcast and other Florida State podcasts, if you're paying money for recruiting websites, you can afford five dollars a month for Seminole Boosters. Right. Um, and every $5 adds up again, Clemson built their booster foundation on $10 a year from, uh, you know, Ipate. And mm -hmm. if Florida state fans, if we all come together as a whole and everybody signs up $70 more, if you can, I mean, it'll go a long way. And, and I'm excited about the future of the program that we are in, you know, we're a football university. So we think we're in a bad time right now, but man, we got to basketball team that I think can make a run at the final four that I think could have won a national title last year. We have great teams across the board in Florida state. And those dollars are only going to help Florida state and every other program at the same time. And that's a great point uh, that I always bring out. You know, it helps all of our programs. We have some of the coach, the best coaches in the country. I mean, we finished second and overall 
winning percentage across the country amongst our programs last year. And this goes to help all, over 550 yeah. of our student athletes. And I do want to touch base. I, I have I got this question the other day when I was publicly speaking about the alignment. And I can tell you, I've, I've never worked at a place where the President Thrasher, A.D. Colburn, and I are on the phone five, ten times a day. Um, uh, Chairman Burr, I mean, the alignment and the communication of the the leadership that I'm that I'm working uh, fortunate to work with right now is second to none. Uh, everybody understands the direction. Everyone has the same vision, um, and, and you know, it's our job to provide the coaching staff the opportunities to grow their programs. And that's where this annual fund goes. Awesome. Well, we appreciate again, so much your time. Appreciate hanging out. Hopefully have you on again soon to get an Anytime. update. I want to get you back on once we're getting close to the, to the goal. And then once we surpass it. So that's, that's my, uh, that's what I want to do. And then we'll celebrate with you. We'll all order. Uh, I, I would love that. Yeah, and I really appreciate you all having me on uh, anytime. Feel free to reach out to me. Uh, one thing that I'm working with our board and really working with all of our boosters about is being as transparent as possible. Um, you know, we're going to tell what's going on and, and here's where we are and here's how we're going to address it and get better. Uh, so uh, I really appreciate you all having me on. If I could be of any assistance, let me know. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. No problem. We'll see you up in Tallahassee soon. And, yes. uh, man, you have a great night. The, the women won, so that went yes. fine. There we go. The go Noles. That's right. Go Noles. We got the chop. I love it. <laughs> oh, no. Thank you all. Thank you, man. Michael Alford of Seminole Boosters, the CEO. And we didn't just get uh, – just. I mean, not that – I don't want to say anything. We didn't just get anybody. <laughs> we, got, we got the CEO <laughs> – there's Top a reason line. TJ stopped himself. Yeah, right just, just I gotta shut up sometimes. But <laughs> great get there. Um, and like I said, Richie hit the nail right on the head. Um, you know, if you're if you're paying for our Patreon at five, ten, twenty, fifty bucks a month, whatever. If you're paying for recruiting websites, if 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 you care enough about FSU to uh, download and listen to two bums and a fullback uh, talk about football. If you, if you like FSU that much um, you like FSU enough to, to give $70 a year and, um, and, and really help the program. We, we averaged uh, not to just, you know, put everything crazy out there, but you know, we average between five and 10,000 listens an episode listen slash views um, literally if everybody that was listening to this signed up as a booster, they would hit the goal immediately. Right. Or, you know, they would get back what they lost. Right. They yeah. said they lost 4,500. Well, that's, so that's, that's, that's just an average. There are, there are episodes like the Herb Street episode and stuff that kind of blow up and, and go wild. So um, like I said, if you care enough to listen to, you know, Ingram and them or all the, on the bench guy, I'll shout them all out. The, the um, listen up podcast. If you listen yeah. to war chant, if you listen to any of us, if you listen to them, you care about FSU. Um, I listen to a Barcelona podcast. I give to their Patreon, right? Like I like them. So uh, if, if you have something that you care about and you like it, now if you're just a casual fan that just kind of happens to happen upon us and you're a Miami, Florida fan, I know you guys hate listen to, uh, I, you don't have to go sign up. If you want to, you can, or you just sign up for our Patreon and you don't have to give to FSU. <laughs> but if you like it enough to again, pay for recruiting info to 
listen to these podcasts to be in tune and all, all these Facebook groups and everything like that, you can contribute and give to it. And that's my, uh, that's my soapbox. Um, so go ahead and get that done. Uh, thoughts on the interview guys. I know we've got some other stuff we want to get into and then we'll get out of here, but thoughts there. Yeah, I think um, it was important because a lot of guys just really don't understand what all goes into it. And that's why a lot of people are hesitant. And I appreciate him um, being open about it, transparent. And it really, a lot of people, they'll have a lot of closure about everything and they shouldn't be hesitant. Now, that's, I know that was, he answered every question that people were asking me. So I appreciate yeah. him taking the time to come on. Yeah, and I, I think th there's a negative connotation that if your name is not on a building or on a brick outside the stadium, like the, people think those are the boosters. No, the boosters are anyone who gives money. Um, and I mentioned it several times. I'll mention it again. Clemson has one of the most successful booster programs in the country. And it all started with IPTE, which stands for I pay 10 a year. Their goal was to get every Clemson fan in the world to pay 10 bucks a year. And that's how they built having the, the mass amount of funds they currently have. And for Florida state, if you can give $5 a month, you know, that that's one less, you know, lunch out instead of, you know, taking lunch from home. Like it, it's not hard to do. And just so we're all clear, the boosters, um, you know, Michael, no one paid us any money for this episode. We are all just diehard Florida state fans. Our producer Harlan signed up this morning to be a booster for the first time because he felt the importance of it. Freddie talked about it. He he's a former player and there's that, that thought that former players don't have to pay. Well, Freddie's now a booster as well, paying for it. I've been a booster since I graduated. I, I'm sure TJ is, and it's not about, Oh, I don't like this coach or I don't like the president or athletic director. No, it's, I love the program. So I'm going to invest whatever I can, whether it's five bucks a month, or $1,000 a month. And uh, if you listen to this interview, Michael Alford, get, look up his resume, guys. USC, Oklahoma, Dallas Cowboys, Alabama. This guy is legit. He knows what to do with the money. He just needs money to spend, and he will spend it in the right way, I promise you. Read his resume if you have a chance, because we can do an hour on his fundraising abilities and everything he's built everywhere he's been. We have the right guy in charge right now. Go make that donation. Yeah. And if you're signing up now, you're better. You're a better person than I was because I signed up uh, in, and, and I'll tell you, like I, that it's, I'm being serious. If you're signing up right now, it's because you notice that there's a problem and it needs to be fixed, right? We've lost a lot of boosters over time. We're losing money because of the pandemic and you're recognizing the problem and you're fixing it. Uh, I signed up because I was high off of the national championship, right? Like I signed up okay. in 2014. And so, man, it was easy to give 60 bucks, but it used to be 60. Yeah. It's 79. Yeah. It was easy to give 60 bucks back then. I didn't have a lot of money. I, we lived in a small town home. I had, I had a beat up old Taurus, but I found a way to give 60 bucks a year and did it. But it, it you know, it was a dinner out, you know, it's, it's 70 bucks is a yeah. dinner out, right? Like you can't even go to Outback for that now. Um, <laughs> That's like three gut boxes or something, you know, like, come on. So, um, but it was easy to sign up in 2014. If you do it now, you're, you're, you're a better person than I am because uh, I did it when it was easy. Uh, and, and so if you do it now, it really does show that, that you care and, and want the program to, to kind of get back to where we all know that it should be. Um, and Richie's right. No, Miss Mike Offord, Seminole boosters didn't, they didn't pay us any money. 
Nobody paid us for this episode. If you'd like to pay us for this episode, just hit my DM. <laughs> you certainly won't say no. Um, sign up for your booster contribution first and then come back to pay us. But uh, nobody asked us to reach out. We just, we got tagged in a, in a tweet today. Um, yeah. You know, shout out to my guy, Kyle Kashuk, I think is how you say it. Uh, tagged us in, in some other podcasts and organizations that uh, had really been pushing uh, for the boosters and we thought it only right to um, yeah to reach out and get a representative on to, to kind of go more in depth on that. So sign up seminalboosters.com. Um, you can also call them. I don't have the number right on the phone, right on the tip of my finger, but you, you should not write it down while you're driving anyway. So seminalboosters.com. You can sign up. You can find the phone number there. Uh, you have a dedicated account representative. You know, I've always had one. I kind of text yeah. him when I have questions and stuff like that before games um, asking about different stuff. And so that's kind of cool. We're, we're on a personal relation. We have a personal relationship and, and we're able to kind of text back and forth when, when I have questions and want updates and stuff like that. So, um, moving on from that, we've got a little bit of news, Florida state rescheduled a couple of games today. I don't know if Florida state actually rescheduled these or if the ACC rescheduled them, but a little bit of news, um, Florida state is, or knock on wood, will be playing, Duke on December 12th, and then we'll be playing Wake Forest on the road on December 19th. Um, so I like that. I'm glad that our season's not over. Uh, I'm also thankful that we don't have to play Clemson, even though the reason that we don't have to play Clemson is because Dabo is a whiny, scared. Yeah. whiny crybaby clown. And so essentially what happened is Clemson said, we're not going back to Tallahassee to play we don't want to play a game on the 12th. We, his cop-out was we prepared for 11 games. We shouldn't have to prepare for a 12th game, which, okay, whatever. And so Notre Dame had a game canceled, and that game was moved to the 12th. But the ACC and bowing down to Clemson, you know, because they've always favored the Carolina teams over us, uh, went ahead and canceled Notre Dame's game and said that Clemson didn't have to play either. So couldn't be us, could never be us that the ACC would do favors for. Um, but crybaby Wuhan Dabo uh, got his way here, and I hope Brian Kelly and then beat the crap out of him when, yeah. when they play. We will all be Notre Dame fans. Oh, oh yeah. I, I mean, it's going to be tough if – well, no, I'll cheer for anybody in the playoff except for Florida over Clemson. So um, Florida, yeah, I'll be the – Florida ain't getting in. That's I'll be the biggest Roll Tide fan that there ever was. I'll be the biggest Ohio – it doesn't matter, man, like – Whoever plays Clemson, just get them out of here. Uh, but you guys excited that we have a couple games coming up? Nothing this weekend, but then two more the two weekends after that. Yeah, I'm just my fingers are crossed. I hope hope that we get to see these games in action, man. Like the last two weeks have been crazy. At this point, it's like we were talking about it before we came on the air. Like we have a small margin for error. Like if something goes wrong, the season's over. Yeah, man, and. You know, I was thinking about this uh, when they announced it. I told my wife when she got home, like, yeah, yeah, they, we, Florida State just got two games added. And she's like, you, you told me the season was over last night. I'm like, well, it was, but now we have two games. And I just, you know, immediately went to thinking, even the bad games this year, the morning and the time leading up to them, even if I knew we were going to lose, I'm excited to see Florida State football play. Um, and I feel like even if we were a 0 and 12 team and no, we have no chance against nobody, I'm still excited to wake up on a game day and say, all right, Florida state play. Hey, we, something might happen positive. And we joked about this for North Carolina where we said, Hey, 
we we might pull it off. At least we have a chance. We have something to look forward to. And we did. Um, if there's no game, there's no chance for that excitement to to watch the game and pull it off. I think Wake is a tough challenge, man. That that offense is better than most people realize. But I think Duke is a team we can beat. And even if we go 0-2, at least I get to wake up two more Saturdays this year because we take it for granted, right? In a normal season, we're guaranteed 12 Saturdays a year out of 56. I'll take it, man. I, you know, Even if we're going to lose the game, like I'm just excited to have that hope that Florida State might do well knowing a couple of years down the line, we're going to wake up knowing we're going to beat the hell out of whoever we're playing because college football is silical. And we will get back there. It may seem like we're a long ways away, but we're not that far. You know, I'll go back to 2010. Florida was coming off a a dynastic run with the Urban Meyer. They'd beat Florida State five or six years in a row. They're coming into Tallahassee in Jimbo's first year. And Florida State just blows the doors off them. And no one saw that coming. College football changes that quickly. I'm not saying it'll change next year, but it's not a 10-year rebuild like some fans are saying. This could change in two to three years and having games on Saturdays at least gives me that hope. So that's the way I'm at least approaching it for right now. Yeah. I'm excited to see the Duke game. I'm glad that we have two weeks to prepare for Duke and, and get ready for them. Uh, I think that's going to be super beneficial and helpful. I think that's a winnable game. I, you know, I, I mean, I picked us to be Virginia. So yeah, I'll probably predict us to be Duke when, yeah. when the time comes for that one. And then Wake will definitely be tough, um, yeah. you know, but I, I don't think that's an automatic loss like uh, like some of the other ones that we have gotten out or like the Clemson game would have been, let's just be honest. So excited to have those games back. Uh, I think it'll be a lot of fun. Man, they haven't announced a time for either one of them. I mean, Duke's two and seven, right? We're two and six, but they're two and seven. Yeah. You know? And they're so they're not like, world beaters by any means no uh, they just gave up 56 points to georgia tech this weekend um, their two wins are syracuse who is the worst team in the acc and charlotte uh, duke is is not a good team either um yeah by any means so that's a very winnable game uh wake forest will absolutely be tougher wakes four and three and we'll we'll talk more about those games as we get a little bit closer uh i was gonna say that duke game is on the 12th and Florida <laughs> plays Florida state that day as well in Tallahassee. And I really want to find a way uh, to get up there for that. I, I don't know that I can, but uh, I it's think- weird though. Right. Cause father's day is usually in June, but I guess it's in December this year when uh, Mike white comes to pay Leonard Hamilton a visit. <laughs> Bro, you're getting wild. With these. People are going to revisit these takes. You better hope we win that. Because we're on the streak right now. I know we're way better than them, but, you know, like every streak has to be broken. So um, it's true. But I, I'm going to take these shots while I can. If, if these the last few years of first eight football have taught me anything, it's take these shots while you can. I'm going to troll women's basketball, bro. That's all I got right now. So, <laughs> um, but got a couple games scheduled back. The game time for Liberty Coastal Carolina did get announced. It's two o'clock on, <laughs> on Saturday. I know you guys were really excited about that and wanted to hear about that as well. Um, do you guys have anything else before we go? I know we had a couple of news and notes and we can just mention them. Cause I don't really care to go to depth about them, but do you want to talk about Webb and Altmaier real quick and then go, we talked about the schedule. Um, yeah, re- real quick. Uh, Luke Altmaier, obviously a, a four-star quarterback out of Mississippi state or out of Mississippi, Florida state's highest ranked recruit. Um, you know, he decommitted, he's 
probably going to sign with Ole Miss. It, you know, it's a kick to the gut. You know, it, it's not surprising to anyone who's followed recruiting, but it hurts you, man. You lose your quarterback. Now you risk losing other players who were in the class because you had a bell cow quarterback committed. Uh, recruiting's not going very well. We're, we're not going to sugarcoat it here. Uh, losing Altmaier is a big deal. And, you know, we're looking at the grad transfer market. What what were you guys' thoughts? I don't know how how close do you follow recruiting, but for me, that it was a big shot, but it was not surprising. Yes, yeah, I, I saw that coming all, all year, so I, it wasn't really yeah. surprising, but I was just, I don't know, I was tricking myself into believing that <laughs> for some reason he would stay, but I, I wasn't shocked when it happened. Yeah, I think we all kind of expected it to happen eventually and would have been pretty excited um, if it didn't. But, uh, you know, it just kind of is what it is. Third year in a row that Florida State has um, lost their top um, ranked recruited quarterback. Not ideal. Um, But I have made a very solid um, commitment to myself to never – uh, get upset about recruiting ever because I just, mm-hmm. I don't, you know, I yeah. have too many other things in my life to get upset about. So uh, where a kid goes to college uh, in late November, early December, who is 17 years old, just, I, I just have so many more things to be upset about probably yeah. the way we play against Duke uh, ranks ahead of that. So. Um, oh yeah. And, and you know, 20 year old Richie, who's, uh, you know, sitting in his, you know, apartment on Florida state's campus, Thank God we didn't have Twitter because I'd probably be tweeting at the kid like, what the F, man, you biggest mistake of your life, all this stuff. Guys, don't do that, please. Like, don't tweet at high school recruits. I don't know who needs to hear this, but don't do it. It's the bad look. Um, but I, in my opinion, the worst news of the day was LaDamian Webb opting out. And it, it sounds like he's gone. Like, it, if you read his Twitter comment, you know, he, he thanked Coach Norvell in Florida State. Uh, there's a lot of rumors, you know, his hometown is eight miles from Auburn that he's going to go play for Auburn next year and best of luck to him if he does. But man, he was one of the few bright spots on this team. My favorite running back, probably my favorite offensive player that stayed healthy all year on the team and he's gone and that sucks. What do you guys think about Webb uh, probably not being part of the program anymore? Yeah, I was hoping that the situation was him opting out just because we weren't playing any games. But then when I yeah. saw um, the note, yeah, it doesn't look like he's coming back. And we, we had questions about um, his standing with the coaching staff over the past few weeks when we saw him um, lose some lose some snaps to your guy Corbin. We yeah. thought Webb was the guy. We thought he would be the, the lead back the rest of the year, and then he lost some touches. So I don't know if that yeah. plays a role or not, but he, that's a huge loss for this team. Yeah, yeah in a position that – you know, you, you don't want to lose talent. Uh, not that we want to lose talent anywhere, but yeah, it's, it's, it's upsetting. And, you know, I don't, I mean, I have a lot of hope that he'll be back, but you know, maybe something can, can happen to where, where he does come back. I, I don't know, but at the end of the day, you've got to play with what you've got and, and we'll see kind of how these next two games go and then what things look like next year. Um, those are the kind of news and notes because we talked about the schedule. I didn't want to wait until Sunday. Those things would kind of be irrelevant at that point. Uh, Florida State Hoops kicks off tomorrow night. Super excited for that. Um, get you some have, UNF. Yeah, I am. UNF. I, I don't, I mean, just totally beat the heck out of them. What time is the game tomorrow? Eight o'clock ACC 8 Network, baby. Let's go. Okay, so 
we got, I just got confirmation from our guests for tomorrow. Go ahead and tease them out, man. People oh, no, don't, don't say. Don't I'm not going to say who it is. Richie's, but I will Richie's say too much, too much of that bachelorette wine. He's gonna know, get I will say here. you guys definitely want to want to tune into this one. It probably won't be a long interview because all of us want to get get out to watch that game. But definitely yeah. has some things to say. And he's a guy that's respected not only at the collegiate level, but the pro level as well. And um, he yeah. was excited when I reached out to him and said he definitely wants to come on and talk. It's not Jameis for everybody wondering, because like <laughs> that would be a long interview. We it's not Jameis, like it's not Dalvin, but it's a, it, it's a guy who spent many years in the NFL. And- also not Fred Belitnikoff. Um, <laughs> so, all right. Uh, so hoops tomorrow night. We're super excited. We're going to have another yeah. pop-up show tomorrow night yeah. as well. Um, did you guys have anything else before we get to some shout-outs? Um, not before shout-outs. I do have one shout-out for, for Giving Tuesday in – uh, but n- nothing else before that. All right, I got a couple shout outs. Before Freddie, did you have anything before shout outs? No, I'm good. Uh, shot two shout outs for me. One, the big three roll up is doing their toy drive. I'm sorry, toy drive. Uh, they are doing their clothes to kids drive this Saturday in Orlando. If you have any clothes that are not like incredibly worn, they're kind of lightly or gently used that you either don't fit or don't wear anymore and would like to give them to close to kids. If you're in the Tampa Bay area, if you shoot me a message, I'm actually going on Saturday and I can just also meet up with you and and get it to close to kids. Um, If you're in Orlando and you can come by on Saturday, we'll be there all day taking in donations. You can also go to big three roll on the front page. There's a place to donate to to kids to close to kids. We gave them $5,200 last year as well as donated a ton of clothing and it helps school-age children that really just don't have very much and are struggling through this pandemic. It's getting cold here in Florida right now, so if you can help yeah. us out there, we would certainly appreciate it. Again, BigThroughRollUp.com on the front page, there is a link to donate to close the kids under the under the store products um, section. Second shout-out of the night. Shout-out to Harlan Harris, our producer. Uh, this was kind of a last-second notice show. We didn't give a lot of notice and say that we were going to be doing this. And he was more than willing and able to jump on and always is um, outside of really the night that he got engaged. He's never told us that he couldn't do an episode. That's still inexcusable. I I question his dedication (laughs) to the podcast. Outside of that night, he has always been here for us. He has always jumped on when we needed him. I don't know what that says about his social life, but I do appreciate (laughs) the podcast. Um, Thanks so much, Harlan, for always being available. For sure, uh, though. For real. Jumping on you know, at the, at the last seconds notice. So hopefully you're around tomorrow night too, because we're going to do it again tomorrow. <laughs> Freddie, uh, Richie, what shout outs you guys have? Yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll go, go ahead, Rich. All right. Re- real quick. I have a, uh, my buddy, Shane Foster, man. I, I met him at Florida state. He, he's a huge Florida state basketball fan. So I'll be texting him tomorrow. Um, but he recently got involved with a nonprofit. They're called X books. Um, and I told him to send me a text of what to read because it, it's giving Tuesday this is important to him and therefore it's important to me. Um, what he said, X books is a nonprofit dedicated to set books to those that are currently incarcerated in Georgia and other organizations um, native to the Georgia doing this kind of work. So far in 2020, they've collected 5,000 plus books and are raising money so they can start sending uh, books to others in January. Um, 
essentially, man, he, he's, he just wants to get books and those to those who are incarcerated throughout the world, really, that's his big term goal. And I think it's an amazing, um, you know, mission for him. And I'll, per I'll share on my personal Twitter, the link for the GoFundMe for their nonprofit, but uh, I'm proud of you, Shane. I think that's amazing work and you have my full support. Um, he was asking for a couple of Freddie's books and I know Freddie did the deal with Amazon. And it's a little funky no, how it works. We but... right now, so I, we can, we can. So, all right. So there you heard it there, Shane. Yeah. I think he might be listening right now. So we can at least send a few books to prisoners in the Georgia. He lives in Atlanta in, in that area. And it, it's a big deal. Cause man, these guys, they don't have access to stuff like that. And he's very passionate and I hear his stories and his testimonials. And I think it's a big deal. So I, I want to support it the best I can. Again, it's Xbooks, um, Instagram, Twitter. Give it a follow if you guys can. Without doubt. And I just want to um what I agree with TJ, man. Harlan, shout out Harlan, man. I I still I know Harlan probably think I'm a boy, and I forgot. I ain't been on the PlayStation, <laughs> man. I gotta um accept your request, man. <laughs> like, damn, I sent him a request, he didn't accept it. But yeah, I appreciate Harlan, man. Harlan always on Harlan there. probably got the PS5 by now, so you're out of luck. Yeah, I'm a, I think I saw <laughs> it the other day. Am I right or no? Oh, he does have the I was joking, he's oh, got the PS5. All right. That, thing came, that thing came in last week, bro. I've been the only thing y'all take me away from is gaming. That's the only thing y'all take me away from when y'all do these <laughs> pop-ups. You just take into my gaming time. Yeah, I feel you because when I when I finish up early on the day, that's the first thing I go to. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, for real, I appreciate you, Harley, man. You always go up and above for this team, and we appreciate you, man. We're building Absolutely. something over here and Shoot, I want I appreciate all y'all. All of us like to have a team full of guys that are selfless, you know, everybody sacrificing for each other. Um, I appreciate each and every one of y'all. And um, Richie, I know you were talking about the um the nonprofits. I wanted to shout out the National Cancer Center. Um, I had a grandma yeah. um when I was younger, she passed away from cancer. So that's something that especially me, um, they just the research that goes into it. Um and I appreciate, hopefully they figure something out because I, I just hate hearing that C word. Yeah. And to you, that's, my family is a uh, big proponents of that. We lost my father to cancer, you know, a few years ago and we've been big advocates. So definitely shout them out as well on Giving Tuesday. And everybody's lost someone to cancer, right? Like no matter who you are, um, it's important. Give the money. We we're, were talking with some of the boosters, but that stuff like this is so important. And they need the dollars, like Jimmy Valvino always said. So I co-sign you there, Freddie. Oh, man. All right. To take it back up a little bit. No, I mean, I completely agree, but I got to take it back up a little bit. Um, I, I, too, have lost somebody to cancer. And, um, you know, last it's giving year. Giving Tuesday. It's okay to talk about this, you know? Yeah. It's last year with the podcast, we, um, I think we wrote a check for like 2500 bucks to, um, St. Jude's um, long story short, this guy got online and said, like, if, if this guy, if something would happen, he would, uh, he would donate a bunch of money to St. Jude's. And then I saw it. And like, if, if Florida state won a game or something, I don't remember exactly what it was, but I saw it and he didn't do it. Like he did. And so we got a bunch of people to retweet it. And stuff. I, and, I know you're talking about, I don't remember exactly, but I, I, I remember, remember seeing happened. that whole, that whole situation. Yeah. But so people like were donate. <laughs> 
FSU Twitter and Big Three Twitter is wild, but people were basically donating St. Jude's to like troll this guy. But like, we all come give, together for yeah, good they, causes. They give to 20 troll bucks. the guy and to yeah. help help find a cure. That, yeah, they give like that? twenty. They give like twenty bucks, and then they <laughs> tag him in it and be like, "Hey, man!" So we raised like twenty five hundred bucks. Yeah, um, I remember that. That was awesome. Zach Smith up there at Ohio State was getting in on it and stuff, yeah. and a bunch of people. So anyway, so I get the so I, because I they all gave it to me, and then I wrote the check for it and sent it off, but. Because we did that, we uh, like I get the letters in the mail like every every other day and stuff, and like yeah. they do, they they need it bad, you know. So all of those organizations that that um handle that and work with that, like they uh they definitely need your support, need your help. So Giving Tuesday, find something that you're passionate about that you that you care about, whether it's Florida State boosters, whether it's giving to um you know a disease that you've lost somebody because of. Uh, find something that you are passionate about. It could be uh, big. Th- I'm sorry, double fries no sauce Patreon, which is Patreon.com/slash double fries no pod, uh, or double fries pod. Uh, if you're passionate about that, you can give there. Uh, Seminole boosters eight five zero six four four eighteen thirty. They messaged us the number while we were talking because they were tuned in live. Six, I'm sorry, eight five zero six four four eighteen thirty. SeminoleBoosters.com. Um, guys, this was a great episode. This was a lot of fun. I'm glad we got a chance to chat with Michael Alford. Glad we got our shout outs yeah. in. Glad we got football coming back in two weeks and God, FSU hoops is coming up tomorrow. Um, who had the song on Sunday? The other one of you guys I'll, can have it today. Freddie had it. I'll, I'll take it this week. You know, it, it, it's giving Tuesday. We, we talked about similar boosters, um, giving to charities that you're passionate about. Give me little Wayne, make it rain, make <laughs> it rain on these charities guys. <laughs> All right. Harley, let's this out. Lil' mama 
I'ma try, hit me with that shoulder lean This kick kill crack and I control a team Couple bricks stacked on that triple beam My dirty bro sipping that promethazine That ganja green, that Cali weed A nigga lose his life, try roll on me now Yep, yep, we get it, no ifs about it And the rain keep falling, even when it's dry Does it all? She gets it popping with no hands. I make it pour. I make it rain on them. I'm laying game to them. I'm guessing misses the tattoo. My name on them. Gotta get that baby love. Gotta get my paper up. Gotta see strap me, set me, test me, crack them when it rain on us. And you know what it is. Yeah, it's them powder kids. And we know how to be. So we don't give a shit. Yeah, I'm in this bitch terror. Got a head full of stacks. Better grab an umbrella. I make it right. Niggas, kill it. Sky starts, my nigga.